0: General Edward Lawrence Logan International Airport. Logan International for short. Adjacent to East Boston and the Boston Harbor, six runways and over 100 gates divided among four terminals, all located on 2,400 acres. Nearly 30 million people pass through those gates each year. Business, pleasure, returning home, going home, and some who fly for the hell of it because they can. Clarissa Abbott, one of those 30 million passengers, had no choice in the matter. She departed the 777, proceeded through the hot and humid jetway, and walked out into the open gate adorned with blue and white striped seats and manned by three disinterested airline employees because Sinclair, her boss, told her to do so. Or suffer consequences that would induce words such as fatal, dismemberment, and never to be found again. Sinclair hadn't told her who would carry out the acts. She had no reason to ask. Clarissa knew. They had people in their employ who could do such things without batting an eye, and without leaving a shred of evidence behind. These were the kind of men who didn't care who it was they were terminating. They lived for their jobs. They got antsy when they went too long without cleaning a scene or ridding the world of a bad seed. Is that what she had become? In both her heart and her head, she didn't think so. Clarissa had done everything she'd been asked. Relationships that meant the world to her at one time were now fading memories, like a paper boat placed on the water as the tide receded. Whether those relationships drifted away or sunk into the abyss, she had no idea and it did not matter. Neither did her last assignment. Forget it now, Clarissa. Those had been Sinclair's final words to her, while she worked frantically to eliminate evidence in her room in London. Clarissa destroyed all her belongings, including her cell phone and laptop, in the compound's incinerator. She left with the clothes on her back, a few thousand in cash, and a passport with a false identity. She boarded the plane and departed from Heathrow shortly after nine in the morning. Her flight flew back in time and arrived at noon eastern. Her gate was located at the end of the terminal. Glancing back, a wide window offered a panoramic view of a runway. A plane, she couldn't tell what style, lifted off. Dust and dirt and exhaust swirled in two sideways mini tornadoes. She turned her attention forward. A sparse crowd walked away from her, down a hall that split the terminal in two. She joined the other travelers, attempting to blend in. Not an easy task for a woman like her. She was tall. Her dark red hair, pale skin, and looks drew the eyes and attention of most men and some women. Hatred, scorn, lust, curiosity. She saw it all. She didn't fear them, though. Her concern laid in the fact that Sinclair had provided no further instructions for her to follow after departing the plane. Unfamiliar faces turned into potential enemies. Throughout her time in Sinclair's group, she had been exposed to few of the members. It had been in her best interest, he'd said. The fewer people that knew her, the better off she would be. You never know, he had told her, who might turn on you. Would Sinclair? Better yet, had he? A pair of dark eyes fixed their gaze on her, eyebrows flexed down. The man's face was cut from steel, handsome, and covered with four days' growth. His black hair was adorned with flecks of silver. He wore a dark suit and no tie. He left the top two buttons of his white pinstripe shirt unbuttoned. She had no recollection of ever seeing or meeting the man. He stared at her like they'd been lovers the night before. Clarissa kept her stride at an even pace. She didn't deviate to the left or the right. She couldn't. There wasn't room on either side. She stayed true on a path that led her right past the man.